Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now, our good buddy, Jeff Sanders. We found him. You, got, you, were, you were stuck in the air last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a wild ride, man. It's been a wild ride the last few weeks. No question. What's been going on, huh? It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry I missed last week with the, the air travel, but uh, traveling by air right now isn't what it once was, my friend. No, well, that was my first question, uh, uh, commercial or charter? Uh, starts with a C. <laughs> okay. Uh, last row in the middle seat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was, uh, one of those things where it was, I was in a place I had to, had to go the other way and I just couldn't get going. I next thing I knew I was on the tarmac, so I apologize guys. <laughs> no, not a problem. I'm, yeah. I'm curious what, what air travel is like or will be like when people start. And I, and I know some people are already doing that. The guys are on the PGA tour. Uh, All right. The second thing is I haven't talked to you since uh, everybody knows uh, Lagadier Sports uh, and and working with you, but you guys have had a, a name change in the company now, Sport 5. Sport 5, yeah. Yeah, well, so Sport 5 is, uh, you know, is the new owner of Lagadier Sports, uh, at least a great percentage of it. Lagadier still owns some of it, but uh, it's a company that's a worldwide sports marketing company like Lagadier Sports was, but focused only on sports, whereas Lagadier had lots of the duty-free shops, publishing companies. Arno Lagadier had a lot of different businesses around the world, and he decided to sell off the sports piece, of which golf is a part of that, of course, with Steve Loy representing Phil Mickelson and John Rahm, and, and on the talent side, golf talent side, and then our events being on the event side. So um, we're still business as usual, really, no, no real big changes. They just want to invest in what we're doing, and help us grow, and uh, so we're excited about it. Is this uh, going to represent maybe an opportunity, probably not now, the, the business climate being that it is, but an opportunity? Are they going to go maybe after running some more golf tournaments other than the four that you've got now? Well, interesting. We've You know, the tournaments that we're running now, I mean, are, are going well, but at the same time, you know, there's so much change right now. There's so many question marks with what's going to happen you know, we were talking yesterday about the American Express event that we run in January down in PGA West on the PGA Tour. And we were talking about how are we going to be dealing with COVID-19 there? Is that going to be what we call the COVID-19 golf model, which basically is no fans and in most cases no pro-am and no, no musical concerts, which we love. And so very, very different. And so, the, you know, we've you got to prepare for all different scenarios. And we're going to we think we need to prepare for that because it appears that this thing is, is going to be with us for a while. And so it's putting a bunch of, I mean, in every sport, you know, we know that college football, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It's really a cloud that's kind of hanging over the top. And uh, we have to be careful. And like Jay Monahan at the PGA Tour is trying to do right now, keep everybody inside the bubble. And even at that, there have been a couple of you know instances, as you know, recently that have happened. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. So uh, the answer is yes, but, but the question is when you know, based on what's going on. 
Yeah, Jeff, I wanted to pursue that just a little more. And when you sit down in these meetings, are you coming up with uh, plan A, plan B, various scenarios? How do yeah. you deal with it? Well, it's usually about four scenarios. There's there's what we call the golf festival model that we that we've sort of become known for. That's the that's model A. Mm-hmm. And then model B would be where you can't have shoulder to shoulder uh, contact. So when you can't have shoulder to shoulder contact, what you lose is, of course, concerts because everybody always gets shoulder to shoulder when you got a packed a packed concert. So those don't work. Um, any lines of any kind, you know, buffets, bars, mm-hmm. registration, tea prizes, on and on and on and on, doesn't work. Uh, sitting around tables of eight or ten doesn't work. So basically you end up without being able to have a uh, you know fans because when fans come out you know they congregate the pro-ams go from shotguns to starting times because that way you can stagger people in and stagger people out it, they go to every amateur in the pro-am riding his or her own golf cart and setting a box breakfast a box lunch or a box dinner on the passenger seat i mean it gets crazy so obviously the economics are highly impacted Carol, you've got when you don't have fans, you don't have ticket sales. When you don't have a pro-am, you don't have all the pro-am sales. And so it really becomes challenging to give any money to charity, which is what the PGA Tour and our events are all known for, is putting on a first-class tournament but also leaving behind a, a good amount of money for the charity. So, yes, but there's about four models. There's the business as usual. There's the no fans, but you have a pro-am. There's no fans and no pro-am. I guess there's three models. And then there's cancellation because – you know, you don't, you can't make it work financially, and so you just say, like John Deere did, and a bunch of other tournaments that you've seen cancel on the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour and the Champions Tour, where they just made a business decision to say, based on where we are, this thing has no chance to make any money. Matter of fact, it's going to lose money, and so why would we run the tournament? And so that's the fourth model, which is the unfortunate one. So you mentioned the economics there and the the finances. So what impact does lack of fans and lack of that celebratory atmosphere have on, on the tournament as all. Well, for example, you can't we had 60 skyboxes that we'd sold at the Safeway Open in Napa for this year. Well, when you can't have fans, then you can't have, you can't do skyboxes and all that revenue goes away because if I own a skybox on the 18th green, I can't invite Harold and Jason to come mm-hmm. because you can't get through the gate. So now all of a sudden, I don't have any guests. I'm sitting there by myself in the skybox. The other part is one of my favorite restaurants in Portland is Cafe Mingo up on 21st, and there's about 44 seats in there. I know that because we've rented it a few times for our company Christmas dinners and things. Well, Michael Cronin, the owner, I, I'm not speaking for him, but I would guess if he has to social distance, there might be half as many seats that he can use. No different than an airplane right now. I'm going to be flying out again on Monday, and, and I asked the question, are you selling both? you know, window seats and aisle. They said, no, just window, uh, no aisles. So to keep people apart, right? So mm. at the end of the day, a small restaurant is a lot like a hospitality suite. You get at Safeway Open or the American Express or the Winco Foods Portland Open, there's about 40 seats in a skybox. Well, when you social distance and you can't sit shoulder to shoulder, it ends up being 15 or 20. Well, it doesn't work because now you can't have enough guests come to make it really pencil out. So you lose you lose hospitality when you don't have fans. You lose you lose all the revenue from from ticket sales that, that in our case normally go to charity, but you lose that. Um, and then you know the the venues that you normally have, you know, no one's going to be in them, so you don't need those, so those go away. 
alike on number 12 over at uh, Pumpkin Ridge on, mm-hmm. on which Hall the Grove over there. If you don't have any fans, of course, you wouldn't have the beer and wine garden over there. And it just goes on, and of course, no concerts, and it goes on and on. And all this stuff is sponsored. In other words, economically, it's a huge hit. What The biggest hit of all is the Pro-Am. Because, like, for example, again, the American Express will have 156 amateurs playing the Pro-Am. And, of course, it's unique because they play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday actually in the tournament with the pros. So I don't know if people know that. But down there, let's say, again, that, that you, buy a, you buy a Pro-Am spot, which were $30,000 for one spot. And you play three days. You play Thursday. Let's say it's, again, Harold and Jeff are in it. We're, we're, we're a team. So we play Thursday with play hard, Jeff. Pros. Yeah, we play. We play. We, yeah, right on. But but the point is, is it is it if you times it out by the math, right? One hundred and fifty six times thirty. That money, if you don't have a pro am, that goes away. So it's a huge hit economically to use to lose a pro am on any tour. Jeff Sanders is our guest. Uh, he's the president of uh, golf events now for Sport Five. Uh, executive director of uh, the tournament here, the Winco Foods Portland Open. And I guess uh, uh, we'll finish up with just the latest. What is there anything definite you are able to put down for the Winco at this point? Or where are you in the process of being able to know what you're going to do? Yeah, we're right there on the, on the, we're, we're on the lip. We're hanging on the lip. Um, now we're in, we're in good shape. I think, you know, we've got this recent spike here was not great, but I think that we'll be fine. Um, this next week or two are key. You know, I mean, everything is, you know, as you know, I mean, Disneyland, you know, they walked back Disneyland yesterday. Yeah. They were going to open it. Now they're not. Um, so we just have our fingers crossed. Everything's going to, that everything's going to happen in five or six weeks at Pumpkin. And we think it is. We just have to, you know, plan to have a great event again for the seventh year in a row. And, uh, but on the, on the other hand, we've got to be ready for anything. But I'm, we're planning on having the tournament. We're planning on it, but we'll have to wait and see what it's going to look like, and really what model we're going to be able to lay down out there. So our team's amazing. They are working night and day, seven days a week, preparing for our three tournaments, Winco Portland Open, Albertsons Boise Open, and the Safeway Open in Napa. They're preparing for anything. They really are. And it's, it's amazing how, how when, when, the, you know, when your back's against the wall and you've you got to be ready when someone says, okay, we can do this, but we can't do that. We can do this, but we can't do that. You gotta be. You gotta say, okay, we got that right here on the shelf. Let's pull that model off the shelf and let's put it in play. But in order to do that, you've got to have the best people. Mm-hmm. And I've said this, and you've heard me say it. Yep. I mean it. I have the best people in the in the world on my team. There's no better group of 25 people running golf events in the world. I mean that sincerely. Uh, they are amazing, and they're ready to go. They're super flexible. One of our comments we talk about: you got to be fluid because flexible is too rigid, um, and it's true. So right now, this is a test, and we look at it kind of like the tour school, you know, or getting your law, you know, getting getting your getting your law degree or what have you, getting your you know getting your card. I mean, this is where this is where you find out really how good you are because you've got to be ready for anything, and it's not like running one tournament a year in your hometown with perfect conditions. I mean, that's a that's kind of a two footer, you know. Yeah. This is different. This is a thirty foot side hill, or it's on a sheet of ice, <laughs> and you got to be you got to be able yeah. to figure out how to nudge it down there and hopefully drip it in. No as, 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 as Harold knows, you got to hit a Jerry Mole. you got to drip one over the front lip there, Mosey. Yeah. I said to Moles one time, I said, hey, Moles, have you ever hit a putt like Tom Watson, like in the back of the hole? 
All of you just drip in like a water drip, that last <laughs> little drip. He goes, hey, man, he goes, well, I, that's why I'm in the pro shop, Jeff. You, you know that. I'm not I'm not out on the Champions Tour. Just a few years ago, by the way. I think he threw the flag at me on the eighth green one time at Columbia. We were playing for some cash, and I had him seven down after seven. He, I think I think he did throw the flag. He said, if you couldn't putt, you couldn't play. Well, you know what I'm talking about, Multi. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "You little piece of sinner, you little popcorn popper." He said, "If you couldn't, if you couldn't putt, you couldn't play a lick." I said, "Well, you might be right, Jerry, but last time I checked, putting's rather important in this game, big boy." <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, you got that right." Oh man! Uh, I just saw Mosey down at PGA West. You know, he's teaching golf at PGA West half of the year, I guess, and he and Laurie are down there, and great to run into him. Uh, I said, "Are you eighty yet, Moltz?" <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is, definitely. And he's playing pro-ams up here now. He's stripping it into the cup up here. Uh, <laughs> it's at about 150 off the tee. I think, it's, I think it's fair to say, Harold, that Jerry Moles has never never had a putt in his life at the back of the lift. Never one. It's like, it's like the back of the rim, Jason, when you're yep. shooting hoops. Yeah. Your ball just goes up and down through the net, and it never touches the back of the rim. <laughs> oh, Jeff Sanders, uh, thank you so much, sir, uh, for uh, taking Thanks a few minutes. And hopefully uh, hopefully we will get some better news here uh, as uh, yeah. time goes on and we're all able to uh, reconvene out of pumpkin in a couple of months. But until then, for sure. be safe, fly safely. Uh, hopefully uh, your journeys will uh, bring you back here safe and sound in August. All right, Jason, swing hard in case you hit it. I'll That's talk right. to you later. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.